Hello, you are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. Ah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Wasn't um, his presence sweet today? Isn't it still sweet today? Yeah. Um, I love that song that Vanessa was singing at the end. I loved all of them, actually. It felt like all those songs have been on my heart this week. But uh, your presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave that no one can stand under. Yeah, we just prophesy that, Father. Let your presence fall like a mighty, mighty wave. Let your presence fall like a mighty, mighty wave. God, we just, we just center our hearts on you and your holiness. We just align our hearts with yours. You're such a good father. Your presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave that no one can stand under. Your presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave that no one can stand under. Let your presence fall, Father. Let your presence fall in this room. Let your presence fall on our youth at youth camp right now. Let your presence fall in the grocery store as we pay for the ladies' groceries in front of us. Let your presence fall as we go to work tomorrow. Let your presence fall as we're driving home in the car. presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave that no one can stand under. Your presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave that no one can stand under. Your presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave no one can stand under. Your presence will fall like a mighty, mighty wave no one can stand under. Yeah, it's so good, so good. He's so holy, he's so holy. Yeah, last last Sunday I shared about the Asbury, what's going on at Asbury College. And uh, Saturday I started getting texts. Have you heard what's going on? Have you heard what's going on? And I thought, okay, can I make it there and back before tomorrow morning when Paul Manwaring shares? And I realized that's really ridiculous and it's farther away than I thought. And uh, so on Wednesday, uh, me and Brent and Dan and Quinn hopped in a car and headed to Kentucky. And, uh, and I kind of wanted to just invite y'all into that experience for a minute. I don't have a very typical sermon. Um, I really just want to talk about what God is doing on the earth right now. And then I just have some wonderings, like just, what are you doing around this? What are you saying about this? So that's what we're gonna do today. Um, And I want you to feel free to respond. Like, if the Lord says, come kneel at the altar, go kneel at the altar, you're not gonna, this is what what he's doing. Um, 
whatever he tells you to do, it's not going to be a distraction. Um, yeah, so uh, Louisa, do you mind cueing this video? John Snyder just heard the Lord. <laughs> I haven't even seen this yet. He heard the Lord say, go and film what's happening there. There's not supposed to be sound. You're good. Um, and he picked up, got in his car, and just went. <laughs> and, you know, he had favor. Like, I get there, and he has a press badge on. <laughs> and Kay is holding down the fort at home, pushing him there, encouraging him to be there. And he got firsthand <laughs> interviews with all these students. You guys, this, this room holds 1,500 people. It's a chapel. It's 100 years old. Um, that balcony you're not supposed to dance on because it shakes, literally. <laughs> people were coming with just crazy hunger. Crazy hunger. We got there. John told us when to get there. We got there at 1030. The doors were opening for us at 12. And it was pouring rain. And we were probably 200 back in line an hour and a half early. And then when the doors opened, the line stretched around the block, around the block. Easily a thousand people are in line standing in the rain. I was greeted by a man named um, Zach. <laughs> he's not even carrying an umbrella. He's sopping wet. And he's like, how can I pray for you? God's doing amazing things. <laughs> and then he pops on the stage as the first person to welcome us, still soaking wet. It was the raw, unadulterated power of God. It felt so pure, so holy, not mixed, not diluted, nothing extra. There were no words on a, on a transparency. <laughs> Whatever that's called, that's old school. <laughs> Y'all, that was my job as a 15-year-old. I was a transparency girl. It was yours too, wasn't it? Yeah, I see you, Justin. <sighs> there was no preaching. <laughs> Y'all, this, um, this woman who was a tenured professor, been there for years, she's emptying the trash in the rain. <laughs> These <laughs> people were opening their homes for anyone who needed it. There was no planned altar call. The altar was always full. <laughs> People were just taking, somebody would leave the altar and somebody would fill that spot. There was a reverence for the Holy Spirit. People I met in line had driven between five and 10 hours from Canada, Oregon. See that line, it stretches around the block. <laughs> and uh, John, that's beautiful. Thanks so much. It was just students rotating on the stage for worship. They just would take turns. 
They'd come in, tag somebody, <laughs> I'll take over. There were waves of people responding. They were just responding. Um, so God's moving there. Uh, and it didn't look like anything I expected. <laughs> Thanks, Louisa. It, it looked, I had expectancy, but I didn't know what to expect. Does that make sense? And, uh, and it's really interesting because I feel the waves of the glory more today than I did when I was there. It's like it's increasing, <laughs> increasing and increasing. And his presence is increasing and it's here for everyone. <laughs> He's no respecter of location. It's right here. There's an invitation in the room. I just see the Lord holding out his hand. There's an invitation. There's an invitation. Step in. Can you step through the veil? The veil is thin. The veil is thin. God's doing things all over. Our youth group on Wednesday night, our, our youth pastors, Danielle and Andy, they're texting me pictures while we're driving to Kentucky. And it's like, here's the youth band at 7 p.m. Here's the youth band at 9 p.m. They haven't moved. <laughs> Bella, you're just making declarations, prophetic declarations during worship. The presence of God is falling. It's an invitation. Will you step in? Will you step in? Will you step through that thin veil? The youth group is actually... Uh, about 20-something of them and about six of our leaders are um, at, a, at a winter retreat right now. And Andy and Danielle texted me and they said, yeah, the worship band ended and the kids kept singing for 45 minutes. God's doing something. Will you step in? There's an invitation. There's an invitation. So, Yesterday, Ron Book texted me. He forwarded me a message from Sherry Lewis. Sherry has a school of ministry, um, a Bethel Atlanta School of Supernatural Ministry in Cameroon. And, uh, and I got to go there 10 years ago probably, but there's a pastor named Pastor Sacco. Oh, he's a powerful man of God. And last Sunday, he gets a call, and he's always responding to people with prayer and the call said, hey, please come, our friend, she's really, really sick. So he's driving to this beach town, Limbe, I think, and on the drive there, they call him and say, never mind, she died. And he's, he's, he heard the Lord say, you need to keep going, just drive there. Yeah, God bless him. So Pastor Sacco, he drives there, he prays for the woman, she fully raises from the dead. Yeah, yeah, last Sunday. And so everybody's like, ah, she was dead. We should take her to the hospital just in case. <laughs> it's great. So they do, they take her to the hospital. And at the hospital, 
They go in and Pastor Sacco, he's with them and there's just weeping. And I've been to those hospitals before. They're not private and closed as much as they are here. And so, you know, you just hear the weeping fill the halls and, um, and a mom had lost her twin babies and, uh, and, and she had a 17 year old and then years of miscarriages and then she lost their babies. And Sako goes and he prays for these twins and the baby girl dies and the baby boy comes back to life. <laughs> and so in one day, there are two people that raised from the dead in Cameroon. And I don't know if y'all remember, but a handful of months ago, there was a video that they sent us of blind eyes being healed in one of their services. I believe, I believe the lady came in. I don't think she even went to their church. <laughs> and, um, and, and she was able to see in the surface <laughs> and uh, her eyesight came back. And ever since then, they keep saying, we're on the brink of revival. We're on the brink of revival. And they have, this year, it's February, so in the last six weeks, 32 souls have been saved in that ministry. <laughs> Yay, Jesus. And they have 300 documented healings last year in Cameroon. God is on the move. <laughs> There's a revival in the air. He's awakening our hearts. He's awakening our hearts. Michael Maiden, we love Michael Maiden. Um, he's a prophet. He's visited our house a lot. He shared a prophetic word a few months back, and he said, I had a prophetic vision. The, we are in the beginning stages of another great awakening. He said, I see the fire of revival hitting five universities, and then I see it multiplying to 50 across the country, and then I see it multiplying to 500 schools, and again to 5,000 schools. We are in the beginning stages of another awakening. And he said, it won't be a regional event where people have to travel to participate. Heaven is unleashed for everyone, everywhere. <laughs> There's an invitation. Will you step in? There's an invitation. Are we going to respond, church? Heaven will be unleashed to everyone, everywhere. And this is a word from a few months back. I'm continuing it. He said, we need to give our unreserved yes. We need to become and stay hungry. And then you'll be in the middle of what God has appointed for this generation. He said, don't judge it. People are judging, don't judge it, pray for it, and don't pray against it. <laughs> and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. There's an invitation. <laughs> Will you step in? Will you step in? What are we gonna do with our hunger? Can we become hungry and stay hungry? Can we lean past convenience? Nothing about that was convenient for almost anyone there. 
It didn't look convenient. Y'all, this woman, I just watched her from the balcony. I would say she was 65. She was dancing, worshiping, ushering people to seats hours upon end. I was only there one day, but I'm seeing videos on Instagram. Same woman, same aisle. <laughs> four days later, four days earlier, all the things. I'm like, and I was so blessed. I mean, what do you do with your hunger and will you push past the inconvenience? Can we catch his heart for a generation? The Lord is highlighting this under 25 generation. Honestly, that night in the hotel, I got woken up by under 25 year olds running the hotel and I got this offense. It rose up so fast and I was like, okay, God, soften my heart. Like, I don't fall asleep as fast as I used to. So, it's so real. Oh. But Jesus is calling us. He's, he's highlighting that generation. Oh, there's this beautiful quote. A new generation is learning to steward the sacred while fathers and mothers watch over and encourage them in it. Dr. Kim Mass. These fathers and mothers are stewarding what's happening on the lives of these 24-year-olds and 25-year-olds. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> They're saying, hey, we're gonna have testimonies, come up here, tell a prayer servant, we're gonna pick some, and then we're gonna let you share. And don't preach. And so these people, these students get up there. And, oh, so marked by this one student. She's, she's like, I've been running from God. I've been running from God for years. <laughs> and and he just called me back to himself. You gotta go back to God. Like she's screaming. You gotta follow him, he's inviting you. And this father, he says, if this is you, stand up, stand up. And all across the room, people are standing and the room erupts. It was the best altar call I've heard in my entire life. It was not planned. <laughs> the father was stewarding what this young woman was carrying on her life. And, and they, I, this crowd did not stop cheering. And it wasn't encouraged. It wasn't like, okay, y'all give them a warm welcome. Let's cheer them on. It, it erupted out of me. I was like, yes, yes, you're, you're coming back to the father. And they just flooded the altar like, I don't know, a dozen maybe. And I've heard that testimony a lot, dozens, dozens. And, you know, the students had reserved seating, like that whole section in the middle in the front. And everyone else waits in line. But these 25 and under students, they just come in from class with their book bag, drop it, stay for an hour, go back to the next class. It was so beautiful. Or they would just stay all day. It didn't really, there was a lot of that too. But I feel struck. I feel awestruck at the end. And I've been home for a day or two. And, and it felt like nothing I've ever seen or experienced. 
It was so holy and pure and so not flashy. <laughs> I didn't know who was in charge. <laughs> Yet it was so clear and here's what we're doing and here's what we're not doing. They had a time where students would share Bible verses like, come share your favorite Bible verse. The power of God just fell. It's like that verse means something to you. I can feel it leaping off of you. Oh, oh it was simple. It was so simple. And so I've just felt, um, I think we all feel that the Lord's moving. And there's an invitation to anyone who wants it. He's no respecter of persons. <laughs> He's no respecter of history. <laughs> he says, just step in. The veil's thin. <laughs> He's inviting you in. His hands are outstretched. Will you step toward me? Will you step toward me? Will you step toward me? I've invited you in. He's inviting us in. The holiness of the Father. Thank you. <laughs> Make me sound better, Mike, thanks. <laughs> He's inviting us in. He's inviting us in. He's inviting you in with outstretched arms. Let the spirit of holiness fall in the room. You're inviting us to holiness. You're inviting us into holiness and awareness of the dove. He's inviting you in. He's inviting you in. Will you come in to the holy of holies? Will you come in? To the holy of holies, his arms are outstretched, his arms are slung wide open, his arms are spread wide open. There's an invitation, there's an invitation, there's an invitation. He's moving in the room. He's moving to and fro throughout the earth. His glory's gonna rest. His glory's gonna rest. There's a lion in the room. calling us into alignment. We need to repent into alignment. Anything that doesn't line up with what the Father is saying, 
We let it burn off. <laughs> Will you be the match? Yesterday, I'm sitting in front of the fire with wind and I've turned the gas on and I throw a match in it. And he's like, whoa, that was fast. And the whole fire erupted. Will you be the match? We just lay on the altar. Anything, anything that's not of you, we line up our lives with the holiness of the Father. The veil is thin. The veil is thin. Will you walk in? Will you walk in? There's an invitation. He's inviting you in. Justin saw repentance was a gift this morning. It's a gift for our community. There's no shame in it. There's a beauty in it. Let us step into perfect alignment with you, Father. Second Corinthians says, and we all with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is spirit. Psalm 24, lift up your heads, O gates, be lifted up, O ancient doors that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Isaiah 6, and one called to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with His glory. My mom has had five or six dreams where she wakes up singing the old songs about glory. His glory is falling. Just, we just set our awareness on your glory, Lord. We set our, we are aware of you. We are aware of you. Let our awareness cause increased expectancy, Father. Anything is possible when you show up. 
Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.